Welcome to the Get Over Yourself podcast. This is author and athlete Brad Kearns discovering ways to be healthy, fit, and happy in hectic, high-stress modern life. So let's slow down and take a deep breath, take a cold plunge, and expertly balance that competitive intensity with an appreciation of the journey. That's the theme of the show. Here we go. So if you are harboring negativity, fear, anxiety, you are going to have these feelings manifest in your physical health. You're going to elevate stress hormone production, which suppresses immune function, causes all manner of illness, and over a lifetime, driving forces behind cancer, heart disease. We know that stress causes heart attacks, and this is all scientifically validated how your thoughts affect your cellular function at all times. I have noticed on my usual trail runs and hikes an incredible increase in the number of people that are out there enjoying nature with me. Usually I'm by myself on a cold, windy morning out on the trails with my dogs or something. And now everywhere you look, there's more and more people all times of day. And it seems like not only are there more people, but they're generally more baseline friendly. So there's more smiling, waving, uh, pantomime, fist bumps from 20 feet away, that kind of thing. We're all in this together, and I don't know where the people are usually, or what's the impetus for getting outdoors. I guess when you're feeling cooped up and there's nothing else to do, you got to get outdoors, but it's so cool to see more people enjoying exercise outdoors. Dr. Lipton writes that human immune systems have dealt with various forms of the common flu over centuries. The cross-reactivity of the antigen sites, that's the parts of the virus that induces an immune response on older and newer versions of the flu, pre-prime the human immune system to suppress the aggressiveness of newer flu mutations. The problem with the coronavirus is that it's new, novel, it came from animals and mutated to be able to transfer to humans. Perfect Keto. What a name. They are makers of a complete line of keto-friendly supplements and food products, all made with exceptional quality and cleanliness. That's right, no artificial ingredients or sweeteners or other crap. And they also make a point at Perfect Keto to emphasize education and living a keto-friendly lifestyle. I like that. It's important to recognize that a supplement is just that. It's best utilized when you're in a groove with all the other lifestyle factors. These guys at Perfect Keto will set you up with everything you need from their popular Keto Answers podcast. Check it out. Hosted by company founder Dr. Anthony Gustin. And they have a very informative website with education, articles, a new book coming out called Keto Answers. You can smoothly integrate the use of their fine supplement products into your keto-friendly lifestyle and get 15% off by using the code BRAD or type in perfectketo.com slash BRAD and you find your 15% off landing page. If you do nothing else today or the rest of your life, you absolutely must try their extraordinary Perfect Keto Nut Butter infused with MCT oil. Oh, this stuff is amazing with dark chocolate or Greek yogurt. It's a blend of raw macadamia, coconut, and cashew with the MCT oil infused to get you keto crankin'. Perfectketo.com slash Brad. Dum, 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 da-na-na-na-da-na-da-na-da-da. Hey, everybody. I thought it would be time to discuss the 
issue at hand here in March of 2020, the massive global disruption to our lifestyles, our economy, our health. Yeah, the virus. I've received some suggestions from listeners, friends. Hey, you should do a show on boosting your immune system because it's so important. What a great way to capitalize on the popularity. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm not a health expert, so I don't really have anything urgent to contribute. Um, but I have been thinking about the way life has changed so suddenly in recent times. I mean, this is late March recording. Earlier this month, we were barnstorming Las Vegas for basketball games, magic show, then off to Nashville for a giant crowded concert for real estate professionals. Then we went to Memphis and checked out Elvis's crib, Graceland. That was awesome. With a bunch of other people. Then we were in New Orleans, walking around Bourbon Street, trying to dodge all the drunks. Uh, of course, reading the news accounts, but not having that personal connection to what was going on yet. Soon after we left the aforementioned locations, everything shut down. Vegas completely shut down <laughs> the following week. Uh, we were in town in Nashville, and they were getting ready for the SEC basketball tournament and building these outdoor courts and putting up the banners, and boom, that thing was canceled. Yeah, and I also have to confess that I was harboring, uh, I guess you would call it a flawed mindset, in the early days with the early news of this crazy virus. You've heard my show, hopefully, about the great book, Biology of Belief, by Dr. Bruce Lipton. And I was taking Dr. Lipton's message to heart. Uh, we'll cover that later in this show. Uh, but refusing to live in panic and fear of contracting the virus, forming those positive beliefs, which, as his life's work discusses, your thoughts affect your cellular function at all times. So you, so if you are harboring negativity, fear, anxiety, you are going to have these feelings manifest in your physical health. You're going to elevate stress hormone production, which suppresses immune function, causes all manner of illness, and over a lifetime, driving forces behind cancer, heart disease. We know that stress causes heart attacks, and this is all scientifically validated, how your thoughts affect your cellular function at all times. Uh, Dr. Doug McGuff, I've talked about him on the show and his book, Primal Prescription, talking about the uh, the physical, physiological effects of a false positive breast cancer diagnosis, which are very common, unfortunately. And it shows that these uh, subjects, when they're given that false positive and then told a week later that they're okay, it still adversely affects their health for up to six months due to the fear and the panic reaction of getting that cancer diagnosis. Greetings, my fitness-minded listeners. I want to acquaint you with the Primal Fitness Expert Certification Program, the most comprehensive home study multimedia fitness education course in the world. If you want to enhance your personal knowledge of all aspects of leading a healthy, active, fit lifestyle, this total immersion course will be life-changing. I'm the lead instructor and author of the course, and we have 14 chapters of extensive written content with over 100 accompanying videos covering topics such as general everyday movement, including micro-workouts and dynamic workstation tips, the full experience of gym-based strength training and all the different modalities, a complete presentation 
information on all aspects of sprinting, both running and low impact options, an assortment of high intensity interval training and high intensity repeat training strategies, a detailed education on the principles and practical application of aerobic endurance training, and extensive commentary, the most you will find in any publication, on all aspects and symptoms of overtraining and burnout. We even have fascinating peripheral topics like integrating nasal diaphragmatic breathing, dynamic stretching, injury prevention, and developing a peak performance mindset. It's really something, this course. We went all out for over two years with a great team to develop this amazing home-based fitness education for you. And you get one-on-one expert email support and private Facebook group connection throughout your studies to ensure that you absorb everything optimally and you pass your series of exams and get certified. So go to primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad to enjoy a very special limited time. And I'm not kidding. This is a big time discount just for you. 25% off your tuition. A fantastic premium offer at primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad for the most comprehensive fitness course you can ever find. Uh, another great book I've been listening to recently uh, is Mind Over Medicine by Dr. Lisa Rankin. She was a uh, traditional physician and went off <laughs> onto the deep end and into the world, the realm of natural healing, uh, supported by all kinds of scientific research that mind is powerful over medicine. We know about the amazing uh, success rate of the placebo effect. It's something like 38% of all healing. So just as a negative mindset will take you down, so can a positive mindset help you heal or help protect you. So isn't that great about my positive mindset? <laughs> but what I didn't appreciate in hindsight was the concept of contributing to the exposure and transmission of those who might not have that positive mindset or might be elderly, weak, vulnerable, frail, right? Uh, the spring breakers partying in Miami right now might want to take heed of this message. I don't know if they're going to listen to this show, uh, but we're going to listen to them with a little fancy clip here. Check this guy out. If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to want to stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. So we're just having, having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Like it's really messing up with my spring break. <laughs> the second uh, subject said, it's really messing up my spring break. All right, people. Um... <laughs> So one thing that maybe will be a positive takeaway from this whole global ordeal is that it's forcing us uh, to get out of that self-absorbed disposition and think about how our behavior impacts others around the globe. Maybe this will kind of prompt a shift in consciousness for the future of humanity, uh, maybe more tolerance, more acceptance. Who knows? And I should mention at this time, not all youth are degenerate, insensitive partiers. There's a great LA Times article from my friend, UCLA basketball player, Natalie Cho. And she talks about how she feels some discrimination, prejudice, getting dismissive looks flying on an airplane back home uh, from UCLA because they canceled the season and canceled classes. Picking up these dismissive looks due to her Chinese-American heritage appearance. 
Wow. Great of her to speak out like the other trendsetters from UCLA, Jackie Robinson, Arthur Ashe. And she also added an interesting thought that uh, her experience currently uh, gives her a slight sense of how her black teammates feel, might feel every single day walking around. It's still out there, people. And you can't really relate until you can relate, until you're uh, subjected to it, right? Uh, Cho also pointed out in the article that it could be inappropriate and insensitive to call it the Chinese virus. Hopefully not too many people are still doing that. I know certain prominent leaders of the planet uh, started it perhaps with that dismissive comment. Uh, but guess what? It's a global virus, isn't it? Okay, so that is hopefully a positive takeaway that we're going to have more sensitivity, more tolerance, more acceptance due to the globalization of this problem. And that opens up some content for a show talking about some positive aspects of dealing with this massive global life disruption. Uh, the first one, well, the second one, since I already mentioned one, uh, is to challenge you to escape the mindset of complaining and focus on something positive, something to be grateful for. It could be worse. If you're listening to this show, let me tell you, it could be worse. So anytime the slightest thought of hassle or complaint uh, drifts into my mind, how this is messing with my spring break, I redirect myself right over to a state of gratitude. Yes, indeed, it could be worse. Uh, of course, the economy is taking a major hit. People's health, lives are at stake. People are dying. But humanity is resilient. We'll do our very best we can do to recover, to protect ourselves. Uh, hopefully, we're dragging our feet every week. We're a week behind, it seems like. But it seems like we're making progress and shutting things down and doing our social distancing. And remember, we've survived worse as a society. My mother tells stories of growing up on the Oregon coast during World War II and following the orders to turn off all the lights in the home after dark so that enemy planes would not be able to distinguish where the coastline, where the settlements started. Wow, how's that for some uh, restrictions to your freewheeling lifestyle like we're dealing with now? Another positive aspect is the great outdoors. I have noticed on my usual trail runs and hikes, an incredible increase in the number of people that are out there enjoying nature with me. Usually I'm by myself on a cold, windy morning out on the trails with my dogs or something. And now everywhere you look, there's more and more people all times a day. And it seems like not only are there more people, but they're generally more baseline friendly. So there's more smiling, waving, uh, pantomime fist bumps from 20 feet away, that kind of thing. We're all in this together. And I don't know where the people are usually or what's the impetus for getting outdoors. I guess when you're feeling cooped up and there's nothing else to do, you got to get outdoors. But it's so cool to see more people enjoying exercise outdoors. Uh, another thing that's kind of related is we're living a simpler life these days. And I feel like it's a less stressful existence that I'm not running around doing errands, uh, getting over to those awesome public events that I enjoy watching a basketball game or going to the movies, going to parties, whatever. Uh, but a brief respite from this 
hopefully brief, right? After four months, maybe we'll do a new recording saying, oh, I can't wait to do another party. Let's do a Zoom gathering. Everybody sign in. <laughs> anyway, it's a simpler life for a while, and it ain't a bad thing to take a break from the go, go, go mode. Uh, again, related to that one is I feel more productive than ever because I'm trapped here in my hall closet slash office slash recording studio. And without those diversions for entertainment options of a group nature, other gatherings, meetings, running errands, um, home, getting more work done than ever before. So a simpler, more focused life could be a benefit. And that includes for me anyway, I'm watching more digital entertainment than I ever have before. And that means Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 10. <laughs> How fantastic. Let's do some more sound effects, shall we, for the show? Yeah, so I'm uh, catching up, if you will. For some reason, regular everyday life uh, kind of keeps me away from the screen, usually because I'm too tired by nighttime because it comes up too late, and I'm like, eh, forget it, I'm going to go to bed instead. Then I can talk about it on my podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the missing things that I just mentioned, the gatherings, I feel like we're going to have a greater pr appreciation for those in the future and also can reminisce about how nice it is to uh, go over and uh, meet up with friends, family, have these impromptu gatherings, have these formal gatherings, since they're now not able to. Yeah, uh, I also feel like I've gained an appreciation, uh, have a greater awareness for how illnesses are transmitted. I try not to be a germ freak in real life, just let it go. Don't worry about it. Don't obsess about it. But I possibly, and maybe listener you too, uh, can err at times on the other side of being oblivious, being in denial, being careless. Uh, and I'm going to challenge everyone here because I feel like we've been in denial every single step of the way. Uh, I was reading an article where they use the quote um, that the president did an abrupt turn, <laughs> an abrupt turn uh, from saying that everything should be business as usual, saying irresponsible things like this is a democratic hoax <laughs> and all that kind of nonsense. I believe uh, another resource suggested that uh, only a week ago, so after things were getting real everywhere, uh, Fox News was still uh, communicating that this was a a hoax put forth for manipulative political reasons. Wow. Uh, that living in denial is definitely a pattern. It's a lot easier to put the blinders on than deal with the reality, but we're now being dragged into it. Uh, one week at a time, a little more, a little more embracement of reality every single week. And I'm counting myself on the list because I was out there walking on Bourbon Street only a couple weeks ago. And I don't think a lot of those people had heightened immune function, if you know what I mean. Okay. So next on the list, uh, incredible gratitude for the people on the front lines, the public servants that are out there caring for the, uh, the sick dealing with the crisis in a real way every single day. Uh, people in my family too, like Nurse Practitioner Marie and Dr. Katie, Nurse Francis working with homeless, low immune function population near the epicenter up in Seattle. 
And my friend, Dr. Stephen, who uttered a profound quote recently, he said he was almost positive that he's going to get the virus due to his position as a physician at urgent care. And that's the first place you go, possibly even more lit up than the emergency room, right? You're going to go to urgent care if you think you might be getting sick. So to be almost sure that you're going to get it in the course of your employment, wow, we have to have a lot of gratitude and appreciation for what those people are facing. And then back to my earlier comments about my personal mindset that I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm not going to get it. It's not about you anymore, man. It's about respecting those people that are out there saying that they're positive they're going to get it because of the amount of exposure they're dealing with. And some of that is due to carelessness, irresponsibility, and the globe dragging ass, dragging their feet, possibly due to those economic consequences, right? We don't want to shut down the economy. We don't want to shut down spring break, man, for no good reason, right? I'm so excited to introduce you to Paluva. This is a new zero-drop minimalist shoe with the distinctive five-toe design from my main man, Mark Sisson. Paluvas give you the most authentic barefoot-style experience, but with sufficient cushioning so you can use them for all manner of daily movement, especially walking and many other fitness and athletic activities. Paluvas are also incredibly stylish, so you get a barefoot shoe that you're not embarrassed to wear around in daily life. It's been so cool to see the popularity of minimalist shoes grow over the recent years, but Paluvas are a step ahead of every other zero-drop wide-box shoe because of the critical feature of individual five-toe articulation, a separate slot for each of your toes. This allows for correct dynamic movement of the foot through the walking or running stride, which is impossible when your toes are encased into a single box, even a wide box. Well, you might know that minimalist shoes have faced controversy in recent years for causing injuries from inappropriate use. So here is the big picture mission. We want to get you walking in paluvas, living in your paluvas, going barefoot in your home or other safe areas as often as possible. Go ahead and use your specialized cushiony running shoes or your basketball shoes, work boots, high heels, things that you want to wear when you want to wear them, but wear your Paluvas as much as possible to reawaken the natural functionality of the human foot to stand, walk, run, and perform. Do you want to try a pair? I'm certain that when you put them on and walk around, you are going to quickly realize that these are the most comfortable, natural shoes that you've ever worn. They are designed to feel like you're, quote, walking barefoot on a putting green. Please visit paluva.com, that's P-E-L-U-V-A, and use the code BRADPODCAST and get 10% off your first pair. Paluvas, let your feet be feet. Yeah, uh, here's an interesting quote on the subject from Governor Cuomo of New York. Uh, thanks, Robbie Bobby, for sharing this. Um, He's come up with something that he calls Matilda's Law, named after his mother. He asks why we're shutting down the economy for 1% of the population that's old and sick. He says that that 1% is his mom, your mom, my mom. So we don't want to give up on this 1% of the population in order to reboot the economy. That's not the American way. So back to those earlier comments about going from personal 
self-absorbed mindset to global mindset, the reason that we are doing social distancing and disrupting the economy is to uh, unburden the medical system and protect the most weak and vulnerable. So much gratitude to those people who are out there uh, remaining open and keeping the grocery stores and the takeout restaurants, uh, putting themselves into exposure realm uh, for the uh, convenience of those of us who want to stop by and pick up some Pollo Loco or what have you. So there you go with a, a gratitude for people that are on the line working hard every day. Okay, I want to share some commentary from a recent newsletter from Dr. Bruce Lipton. Uh, we mentioned him a little bit earlier, and he gives some background, some explanation about the virus, and then also why this uh, panic reaction is something that we have to uh, guard against, and how some of the news coverage uh, is distorting and possibly driving us into a panic. So he wants to kind of get real here and explain what's going on. I think this will be really helpful as an understanding. There's plenty of other resources that have done the same thing. Uh, so not to uh, prolong this too much, but uh, he's talking about how viruses thrive in the wintertime uh, because they do better in cold air. That's why it's cold and flu season in the wintertime. And uh, as we are exposed to these year after year, we start to uh, build up immunities. Dr. Lipton writes that human immune systems have dealt with various forms of the common flu over centuries. The cross-reactivity of the antigen sites, that's the parts of the virus that induces an immune response on older and newer versions of the flu, pre-prime the human immune system to suppress the aggressiveness of newer flu mutations. The problem with the coronavirus is that it's new, novel, it came from animals and mutated to be able to transfer to humans. Dr. Lipton says the antigenic characters have not been previously experienced by human immune systems. Here's another resource I'm jumping in with. Uh, the coronavirus existed in animals only for nobody knows how long, but one day at an animal market in Wuhan, China in December 2019, it mutated, made the jump from animal to people. So at first it could only be transmitted from an animal to a person, but then in just two weeks it mutated again and gained the ability to jump from human to human. This is called slippery in scientific terminology, a slippery virus. So, uh, because we had no natural immunity to it, it took off like a rocket. Doctors have no known medicines for it. And this particular virus happens to cause great damage to the human lungs. All humans are susceptible to experience COVID-19. The novelty makes it quite infectious and for some, a serious illness. Now, here's where Dr. Lipton jumps in and wants to set things straight. Uh, by claiming that the mortality data about COVID-19 is biased and massively stress-producing. The percent of victims dying is based upon the total number of patients dying divided by the total number of cases that have been tested by a doctor or medical center. The problem with the math is that tens of thousands of COVID-19 patients either did not warrant going to the doctor or didn't come in. So the majority of these deaths uh, have actually occurred among adults aged over 60 years and having serious underlying health conditions. 
The data is simple. The deaths are associated primarily with the elderly and the infirm. If you're not part of that population, the vast majority of COVID-19 infected people will most likely not have serious symptoms. So we got two things at play here. If you're healthy, don't worry, don't stress, and at the same time, protect that precious 1% that is extremely vulnerable and makes this a deadly virus. Uh, more from Lipton talking about why this has become such a big problem. The government is significantly responsible for the failure of our medical system to manage infected patients. Between dismissing the country's governmental committee dealing with epidemics, I believe that happened in 2018, according to Dr. Stephen, they, it was disbanded, the Epidemic Disease Unit. Uh, between that and reducing the budgets of the NIH, that's the National Institutes of Health, and other health-related agencies, Hey, save on taxes. Not such a good idea right now, huh? We wish we had that infectious disease unit up and running when the virus hit. Anyway, we're scrambling right now is what Lipton's talking about. The medical community has been undermined and left profoundly shorthanded by the current administration. To deal with the threat, it's vitally important to reduce the load on the healthcare system. This is the intention applied by flattening the curve, and it means reducing the rate of infections. Okay, we have our social distancing and washing our hands and all that stuff. Here's more from Dr. Bruce. Psychoneuroimmunology research clearly reveals that consciousness controls the function of the immune system. Are you familiar with Wim Hof and his amazing feats of cold exposure and uh, actually going into the laboratory in Denmark and being injected with a virus and... Uh, overriding the immune response. So he's sitting there being monitored by scientists who can't believe their eyes uh, due to his uh, strong breathing and mindset practices that can control what's previously believed to be uh, automatic nervous system function. Amazing stuff. So that's basically what Wim Hof's doing with his breathing practices. And then he's jumping in the cold water and staying in there forever. Uh, it's overriding the natural immune response. So this is supporting uh, the claim that uh, consciousness controls the function of the immune system. Positive consciousness is responsible for the placebo effect, where the mind can heal almost any disease, while stress and negative thinking create the nocebo effect, which can cause almost any disease. The fear of COVID-19, coupled with the resulting threats to survival, profoundly inhibits the population's immune system and further exacerbates the epidemic. So conclusive comments by Lipton, uh, many people who fall ill will most likely experience mild flu-like symptoms, fever, coughing, sore throat. 80% of those people will have a mild to moderate illness lasting a couple weeks. The remaining 20% may have more severe symptoms that might need medical attention, but they can be relieved with proper treatment. The media's emphasis on the death statistics is a mathematical bias whose stressful forecast itself is responsible for weakening the public's immune system and aggravating the spread of the disease. <sighs> it's overwhelming stress on doctors, nurses, and medical system, which is not prepared to deal with the epidemic. Is the thing going to go on and on? The answer is clearly no. As evidenced by the almost complete cessation of new cases in China and South Korea, the epidemic will come to an end. Meanwhile, here's some suggested best practices from Dr. Bruce. Stay healthy. Eat that good, healthy food. Wash your hands more frequently. Uh, take more time outdoors. Get in some fresh air. Realize the vast majority of people who get it 
who are under 65 and healthy are going to have a mild issue, not a life-threatening issue. Try to de-stress in any way possible. Meditation, nature walks, be in love, read a book, watch a movie, relax, and then help to flatten this curve by taking care of yourself and taking care of those in need in the community. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy this change of life. Try to look on the bright side. Be grateful. Protect yourself. Protect others. I'll talk to you soon about other things. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. It's, serious. it's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty. And we need to address that. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we still go, but, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing, but we're Thank you for listening to the show. We would love your feedback at getoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's a hassle. You have to go to desktop iTunes, click on the tab that says ratings and reviews, and then click to rate the show anywhere from five to five stars. And it really helps spread the word so more people can find the show and get over themselves, because they need to. Thanks for doing it.